And the first thing they do in the morning, even before they go take a piss. G'day, my name is Adam Ashton and welcome to the podcast about podcasts. On this show, I find great podcasters and try to learn how they do what they do. I want to learn why they got started, why they make their show, and I want to get some advice for both improving my own shows, but also to help anyone else out there with a podcast or who wants to start a podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Peter Clayton. He's an absolute veteran of the podcasting scene. His show, Total Picture Radio, started back in 2005, so he's got over 12 years of podcasting experience and over 1,600 episodes that he's recorded over the journey. So it's safe to say he's learned a lot and he's got plenty of tips and advice for aspiring podcasters. Well, Total Picture Radio started actually in 2005. My background is in film production, uh, mm-hmm. corporate corporate film production. I worked uh, extensively with large corporations, mainly in the New York metropolitan area, uh, Citibank, Chase, American Express, AT&T was a huge client of mine for many years. Uh, I did a radio show for Citibank for 12 years. That was uh, a sales success show for the U.S. and Europe Consumer Bank. Uh, that was called the Citibanking News Network, the CNN Network. <laughs> and, uh, 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 you know, basically it was calling up a branch manager somewhere and asking how they sold a million-dollar CD. I mean, that was that was the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, around... You know, 2003, 2004, 2005, uh, a lot of my clients were getting blown out of their jobs, especially at AT AT&T, and had no concept how to get a job. None. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, these were like Bell Labs researchers who were recruited right out of grad school. Mm. And so um, I came up with this idea of doing a, a a show that would help people understand what they need to do to uh, manage their careers and be proactive about it. Um, And I got Deloitte to give me the seed money to start what's called Total Picture Radio, which really focuses on HR, talent acquisition, uh, TA tech, uh, innovation, um, and leadership. I mean, those are sort of the areas that I delve into. And I started this thing off by uh, covering an event in New York City. It was called Recruiting Trends. Um, it's still around, but it's gone through many, many different changes in ownership and everything since uh, since I first covered that show. And at that time, uh, Jeff Taylor was running Monster, and I interviewed him, and I interviewed the guy, Mark Senandella, who started The Ladders, and... Uh, Peter Weddle, who now runs TA Tech, um, a, a lot of industry leaders in recruiting and in HR uh, to give listeners an understanding of you know how recruiting works, especially in large organizations, what they need to do to proactively manage their careers, what they shouldn't do, and um, you know so so that was the was really the start and and 
the idea was get a press pass to cover this event in, in at Jacob Javits Center in New York, mm-hmm. recruiting friends. And because Deloitte was sponsoring my show, I mean, in 2005, uh, Adam, no one knew what the hell a podcast was. You know, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, a few geeks did, you know, but no one really knew what it was. And yeah, exactly. It, it, it really wasn't until about 2008, 2009, when smartphone adoption, especially the iPhone, really started to catch on. And people were carrying around this device in their pockets where they could download and listen to this stuff anytime they wanted to. And I mean, that's that's sort of the whole way that podcasting has become as popular as it has. It's all because of, you know, uh, mobile adoption, smartphones, tablets. People always have these devices with them. I mean, you look at the stats of you know, how often people check their mobile devices on a daily basis, and it's off the charts. It's crazy, mm, you know. Mm, people sure. go to bed with these goddamn things, and yeah. they get up with them, <laughs> and the first thing they do in the morning, even before they go take a piss, is they check their <laughs> freaking uh, iPhone or Android or whatever they're using, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the way, and especially uh, the millennial generation. Yeah, um, for sure. But it, it's really across the board. And, of course, what really has driven so much adoption of podcasts is, is mainstream media, NPR. And, mm. you know, all of the news outlets are now podcasting. And, of course, uh, last year when Serial came out and just kind of blew the, the lid off of everyone, advertisers decided, well, there may be something to this. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Wow, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> this may be a good thing to advertise on instead of television, where yeah. anyone is watching television is is either looking at their their iPad or their phone at the same time <laughs> they're watching TV and texting someone or checking their Facebook status. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Um... Yeah, it's definitely been exploding, and I, I was keen to talk to you, Peter, because as you say, you started in two thousand five. I, I think I probably I started listening it two years ago, and I thought, oh, podcasts have been around, you know, a few, maybe they've been around four or five years. But you're a, you're a veteran, back to almost what twelve years now. Um, so yeah. How did you decide? How did you think I'm going to do a podcast when there were hardly anyone knew what podcasts were? Well, again, it it really was based on the fact that Deloitte was was willing to give me money to start this thing. Yeah, nice. And, and, and for several reasons, the, the gentleman who I worked with at Deloitte, who's a terrific guy, uh, his, his title was uh, National Director of Next Generation Initiatives. And his whole game was going out there and trying to recruit college kids to join Deloitte at top-tier universities. And he had... <laughs> he had just gotten serious in his car and he thought that was really cool. So he thought this whole podcast idea was really cool Nuts. and that, you know, uh, college students would probably be attracted to it. And, yeah, and, awesome. and there, there was, there was another side of this also in that, um, again, you know, my way, my revenue generation for total picture is to cover events and to get sponsors for those events. Mm-hmm. So I cover lots and lots of HR and recruiting events um, like Sherm 
Talent Management, SHRM Annual. SHRM Annual, which is the Society of Human Resource Management here in the United States, is the largest HR organization. Their annual event, which is in New Orleans in June, attracts about 20,000 visitors. Yeah. So it's it's a huge, I mean, to be honest with you, SHRM Annual is the one time that companies let their little HR ladies out of their cubicles and get to go somewhere and collect a bunch of chachkas and listen to Katy Perry. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what it is. But, that, you know, there are a lot of really good events that I covered, like ERE Spring, which is next month in, um, in San Diego, uh, then uh, TA Tech, which is a conference that really is targeted towards uh, sourcers and uh, job board operators, which is in Chicago, which is co-locating with an event called Sherm Talent Management, which is an excellent, excellent show that a lot of uh, recruiters who work for large organizations attend that event. So, you know, that's another way that uh, a lot of, of the smaller events now are getting traction as they're co-locating with much larger events. So that's the deal with between TA Tech and and uh, Sherm Talent Management, which is at the uh, Hyatt Regency in Chicago this year. So um, that's that's where I go, and that's you know companies sponsor my shows at these events. Uh, it's a great way of uh, engaging with their audience because, let's face it, uh, you know, a lot of companies today have realized that content is really king. And that's mm. how you're going to drive adoption. That's how you're going to drive eyeballs. That's how you're going to get people to click on something. Because if you have something for them that they feel is useful and worthwhile for them to spend their time with, it's yeah, no, you know, sure. you, you know, you can. You can exhibit at one of these events, which costs a lot of money, and hand out T-shirts and pens and all that crap, and then send out an email to people who stop by your booth and you scan their card or whatever and say, gee, thanks for stopping by our booth. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. nice, right? You know, I hope you like our pen or our <laughs> T-shirt or our squishy ball or whatever the hell else you know yeah. you picked up at the booth. But wouldn't you rather get an email saying, uh, you know, uh, John Cotter, who was a keynote speaker at our event this year, is in this interview on Total Picture Radio. We think you would be interested in his perspective on talent engagement. Mm. That makes a hell of a lot more sense to me. Absolutely. You know, you know, and and that's I mean, you look at how uh, companies are marketing themselves and they're, you know, it's. Giving something before asking for something. Yeah, yeah. Right? I love that. That sounds awesome. It's a, yeah, it's, as you say, so much better than those, uh, the squishy ball <laughs> or the pen. <laughs> yeah. I love I it. Mean, they're I, nice, but how is that going to drive someone to be engaged with your organization and be interested in learning more about your organization? Yeah, exactly. Especially if, it right. especially if that pen doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's like, a bummer. I like how you brought up John Cotto. I actually, I spoke to him a week ago, this time last oh, week. Oh, you did? He was, uh, yeah, he's he, awesome. Yeah, he was really good to talk to. Um, we uh, we thought he might be a bit annoyed. We, it was a 
the the change in uh, the time shifted one hour, so we missed him uh, for for a little bit while we we mixed up the the schedule. Oh yeah, we have this ridiculous thing in this country that's called daylight savings time, which doesn't save anybody yeah. anything. <laughs> you know, daylight savings time was invented when there were rotary phones. When was the last time you saw one of those? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. I don't think I ever used one actually. I think I, I think uh, I missed that whole that whole. Uh, that whole period. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it was, we got there in the end, but it was, it was really good to talk to. Um, and obviously he's written a lot of books and knows a lot, uh, knows a lot about change in leadership. Um, but yeah, what he we, does. What we're talking about, John Cotter, who are some of the, uh, the other guests you've had on? Who are some of the, the favorite episodes or, or a good place to start for someone who might want to listen to Total Picture Radio? Well, it, you know, th- there are several channels on Total Picture Radio, so it, it depends on what your interest is. Th- there is a career strategy channel, mm-hmm. which is a good place to start if you're looking to get some tips and advice on how to manage your career. Mm-hmm. There is an HR technology channel, which is a great place if you're interested in learning what the latest technology is out in TA Tech and HR Tech uh, and learning what kinds of opportunities are availing. HR technology is a $12 billion a year business. It is a huge business. And a lot of major companies are involved in it, like Oracle and IBM and SAP. Um, you know, They all run applicant tracking systems, which are the bane of the existence of most <laughs> people. But, um, you know, so, so it's, it's a huge industry and there's a lot of change going on, obviously, um, you know, if, if you want to think about what sort of the, uh, the buzzword du jour of 2017 is, it's augmented reality, it's machine learning, mm-hmm. it's um, uh, natural language processing, NLP, mm-hmm. uh, it's AI, a- and things that are related and deri- derivative to that. I was just at an event in Anaheim, California, called SourceCon. And SourceCon is a phenomenal event, and it's, it mainly is what are called sourcers, who are magicians. These are people who understand Boolean search strings and can go and find anybody anywhere, uh, you know, uh, if they have a connection on a computer. So one of, one of the people uh, that, that was presenting at SourceCon uh, is the woman who runs talent acquisition for a company uh, uh, called um, Deutsche Bahn, which is the um, railway system in Germany. It's sort of think, you know, in, in the U.S., think Amtrak kind of thing, right? It's like they run all the trains. If, if you're commuting wherever you're commuting in Germany, and of course Germany has a phenomenal, you know, uh, train system, it's, it's Deutsche Bahn. Mm-hmm. And so she runs, she runs talent acquisition for Deutsche Bahn. Well, guess what she had? She had a DB Holio projector for smartphones. This device with a headset and this little funnel thing that you put on your smartphone, and you can see what it's like in 3D to uh, work in railroad maintenance or to work up in one of the towers, uh, you know, the, where they direct the trains around. It, it's phenomenal. So the, this kind of stuff, you know, the, the, the holograms and, and 3D and augmented reality, uh, that's all going to be 
around with, you know, certainly within the next couple of years, you're going to see more and more and more of this stuff. And it's not just in entertainment. It's going to be in recruiting. It's going to be in business. Um, you know, there's a, a book out that's called the, the Fourth Transformation, and it talks about how augmented reality is currently being used in organizations such as Boeing, where a maintenance worker can go and start working on a uh, part of an airplane and have these fancy goggles on, and the goggles will show him exactly how to make the, re the repair to the airplane or <laughs> fix whatever part it is. And, and they're using, a Caterpillar is using this type of thing. So augmented reality or what's sometimes called mixed reality, it, it, it's already out there. It's being adapted, you know, and, and sort of, you know, part of the, back to this, this whole source con, uh, convention, you know, the, 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 the theme of it was the robots are coming. So they are coming and you have to be smart enough and, and agile enough to realize how you can work with robots, so to speak, to make sure that you keep your job because anything that is rote that you know can be done by a machine that is a repetitive process uh, you know a robot's going to take that job over yeah you, oh, look, yeah you look at you look at what's you know five years from now taxis are going to be all uh remote control yeah you know and self-driving cars and stuff uber yeah. yeah uber uber cars and all, you know, trucks, um, all, all of those kinds of, of jobs that were, you know, reasonably well-paying jobs for people are going to be automated. So you really have to think about what you're going to do with your career and and figure out a career path that that you know means you're not going to be your job isn't going to be taken over by a robot. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. So you know that. So okay, so you would ask me. You know, I'm sorry, I got got off on a tangent. You asked me <laughs> That's good. Some of, some of the uh, episodes are, you know, in 2005, I recorded an interview with Reed Hoffman, who that was the first the time, one that came to mind for me as well. I love yeah, that episode. Was was the, you know he was the CEO of LinkedIn in 2005. In 2005, LinkedIn had two million. <laughs> um, you know, members, and today it has, I don't know, 500 million 500, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so what was interesting, and I just put that interview back on my website over, uh, over the holidays, you know, because over the holidays, it's hard to get people to do interviews and no one gives a shit. And, you know, <laughs> so you just, you try to repurpose some good content out there to keep people interested. So I put Reed's interview back up and, when I listened to it, I realized that when we did this interview, he knew that he had hit a home run. I mean, mm. there was no question. I mean, this is a guy who came out of PayPal, right? He was he was CFO of PayPal. Yeah. And, you know, that they sold PayPal to um, eBay and all walked, walked away with bucket loads of money. And so he was looking for the next thing to do. And LinkedIn was his next thing. And uh, obviously, he had turned out really well for him yeah exactly. Uh, but but i really like that interview because I, even though it was recorded 12 years ago so much of that content is applicable today so much of what he talked about is still relevant and that's you know that's what a lot of my interviews I mean, you go back 
I think I interviewed John Cotter in 2009, and that interview is still relevant. You know, and that's you know one of my clients, Adam, uh, has has this great line. She she said, you know, your podcasts have the shelf life of a Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> And I, you know, I I love that concept because that really, if you're doing shows that are what I call evergreen, then mm. you know, if if you're talking about leadership skills or things that John Cotter talks about or things that um, you know to, to help you in managing your career, advancing your career, those those interviews have a very long shelf life, you know, because a lot of the principles and concepts of, of those things. Don't change. Yeah. You know, they remain the same. So it's a great, you know, and I, you know, I have Bluetooth in my car. When I drive around, I'm listening to podcasts, you know, and I, I, I love being able to just plug in. If I'm at the gym or in my car or on Metro North going into New York City, I, I live in Fairfield, Connecticut, which is sort of a bedroom community to, to uh, New York City. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people commute on the train going into New York from from Connecticut. Uh-huh. So you know, you get out of Metro North, and and I listen to, uh, you know, uh, Tim Ferriss or, you know, WTF or, uh, you know, All Things Considered or, um, you know, I like uh, Wharton's uh, podcast or HBR uh, podcast. Um, and Planet Money. I mean, I subscribe to a lot of different podcasts, and and that's you know you, you get so much great information. Um, you know, Freakonomics is a great mm. show. Mm. That's all free, man. It's all free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just subscribe on what you know. I I have an iPhone and I use uh, Overcast, uh, which is my podcatcher, which is an app that I really love, and you know. People on Androids usually are on Stitcher or, or you know some other podcatcher where you can subscribe to all the podcasts that you love to listen to, and so they just automatically show up, you know. And yeah. There they are. Um, it, it's a it's a great medium, and I you know it, it's it's one of these things that it, obviously it's very easy to start a podcast. I mean, there's very little barrier to entry. What do mm. you need? You need a microphone. Probably or a headset, and uh, you know a USB headset or a mic or something, and uh, an internet connection, and you know some way to record, and and you may want to edit, or you can you know use a service like Blog Talk Radio, which does it all for you. You just call in and record your interview, and it's all done, right? Um, I I don't use blog talk radio because I want to own my own content and I want to dictate who advertises on my channels. So I, you know, I host my show on Lipson, liberated syndication and also on, um, SoundCloud. Uh So, you know, I like SoundCloud because of the fact that their embed codes are really great and it's very easy to create uh, a nice graphical interface to host a show on your page. So if you don't want people leaving your site, they stay on your site, right? So, um, you know, a lot of people who I, I, I interview a lot of authors, you know, non, nonfiction books. Yep. And so they'll, in, instead of linking to my sh- 
their show page on Total Picture, they'll just use the SoundCloud uh, widget. I hope you've enjoyed learning about Total Picture Radio and the hearing from the host, Peter Clayton, with a lot of experience. We're going to take a super quick break, and after... Peter is going to share with us a lot of his uh, podcasting advice and lessons and the things he's learnt over his 12-year, 1600-episode podcast journey. If you've ever wanted to make your own podcast or just want to learn more about the process and learn what's involved, I've made an online course. It's on Udemy and it shows you everything you need to know to go from nothing to launching your very own podcast and getting it on iTunes and everything in between. If you go to Udemy, that's U-D-E-M-Y dot com slash make a podcast, you'll see the course. Uh, it's not cheap, but if you use the code podcast, you get a juicy, juicy discount, uh, and that makes the price look a lot better after applying that discount code. So if you head to udemy.com slash make a podcast, use the code word podcast, and you'll learn everything you need to know to start and launch your very own show. The other question I had, you said you, you've, I've seen you've got those six or seven different channels. How many episodes have you got all up now over the last 12 years? So, so I, you know, I've taken down a bunch of episodes where the, either the company no longer exists or the person no longer works there or that. But I, I think I still have about 1,582 episodes. <laughs> and uh, with those different channels, uh, you don't host them all. I heard one there was a, a different host. Is there, Are they mostly you or are there, there's some... Hosted by other hosts. I, they're, they're mostly me. I, I, I have a few people who like to contribute every once in a while uh, who do a show, you know, uh, but it's 90, I would say 95% of the, the, the stuff is mine. And I have another show that's called Jobs and Pods, which is the only podcast where real employers talk about their jobs and tell you how to get them. It's, and it's a, you know, it's an audio job board basically. Nice. And it's really cool because it really gives you, you know, I, I interview hiring managers. Well, if you're interested in working for, you know, Deloitte, wouldn't you like to hear what a hiring manager looks for when they're interviewing candidates? Of course. Ah, nice. You know, or, uh, you know, I, I just did a show with, which I think is kind of interesting, the Augusta uh, Chronicle newspaper just did a podcast with me on jobs and pods and it's they're looking for digital uh advertising sales representatives and i interviewed the advertising manager so i mean she's the one who's going to be responsible for hiring this person they're going to be reporting to her so wouldn't you want to listen to what ryan has to say if you're interested in yeah you live in augusta georgia and you're thinking about you know maybe getting a new job that would be pretty cool so that's, you know, and, and so I use Total Picture Radio to obviously to promote what I'm doing on Jobs and Pods, to promote where I'm going uh, in, you know, and uh, attending these conferences. And I, you know, I still shoot video. I'm doing a marketing video for ERE in San Diego next month. So, uh, you know, it's, you, you ha- I, I think one of the things if you're in media today is you need to be a Swiss Army knife. You need to figure out how to do multiple things. Certainly, if you want to work for a newspaper, 
you need to you know you need to be able to understand how to record things how to shoot things in video uh how to post things on facebook and linkedin and twitter and you know use all social media things and edit video and edit audio files uh, that's what a reporter does these days mm, right absolutely so so i and i i think that is true with with a lot of different careers you know if uh the, the 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 kinds of videos I made in in the 1990s, um, I'm no longer making. Uh-huh. You know, uh, basically for several reasons. First of all, the all of my clients retired or left or did you know went somewhere else. And you know, you don't really work. I I didn't work for City. I worked for Judith Judith Benny. And I worked for Nat Sutton, and I, you know, the, the the my clients within that organization, and those are the people you have relationships with. And so, if if they leave, then you no longer have a relationship with that particular company, and until you create a new relationship with someone else, right? Mm, for uh, sure. So that's you know, I, I and. When I got into doing this podcasting thing and doing this show, it really kind of just kind of took over my life, actually, because I really got into it because I was able to talk to and learn from so many really interesting people. You know, I'm I'm reading Tim Ferriss' new book, Tools for Titans, right now, you know, which is really based on all of the interviews he's done on his podcast. Mm. And that's that's what that book is all about. And it's fascinating, you know, and, and that's the thing I love about this medium and doing this particular thing is that um, you have an opportunity to talk to really interesting, smart people and learn a lot. And you don't have a clock. That's mm. the other thing I like. I mean, I interviewed this guy who wrote a, a good, a great book. He's he is a professor at Columbia University, a marketing professor at Columbia University, and the title of his book is If You're in a Dogfight, Become a Cat. <laughs> and, you know, and that interview ran almost an hour, and if, if I was producing a show for cable TV, it would have been a three-minute yeah. segment. And right? Wouldn't have and what the, yeah, what the hell are you going to get in three minutes from this guy? Yeah. You get you know, the... And, uh... and the Basically, the blurb of the book that he's going to tell the other ten TV stations that he's doing a three-minute interview with that day as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and so you know, I, I mean, this I really like this book a lot, and it, it's sort of a, uh, you know, it, it's it's like a semester of taking a grad level marketing course. It, it really is. Yeah. And um, you know, so those are the kinds of benefits that you get from doing this thing. But I have to tell you, it, you know, I know a lot of people who thought that they wanted to podcast and they started doing a podcast and then they realized this is work. You know, mm. uh, it takes time. It takes time to figure out, you know, who you're going to talk to, set that up, um, you know, make sure that everything is coordinated, uh, come up with some talking points for the interview uh, you know, the kinds of stuff I do, I do quite a bit of research on whom I'm speaking with before I interview them to, and come up with talking points that oftentimes, 
especially if I'm interviewing someone who works for a large corporation, they're going to want they're going to want talking points in yeah. advance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, doing all that prep work, then recording it, and then I edit all my shows. I mean, I I don't really edit out much content, but uh, you know, dead space if somebody sneezes or something like that, whatever. Yeah. You know, I I. I clean it all up and I have a studio and I, you know, I have a professional microphone and I have a mixer and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, when I produce a show, it sounds like a show that was produced by, uh, you know, a a media company like NPR. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that kind of quality, Yeah, which is what, you know, if, if you want to get advertisers, that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Right. I, I like that. I know you said there's no clock. We're sort of coming to <laughs> we're over the time that you I You have a clock. I, well, I don't have it. You have a clock. No, <laughs> no, 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 I'm all right. I, I've got two questions for you, if that's okay. And you can choose to answer uh, either one or both. Okay. <laughs> guess, uh, do you have any tips for aspiring podcasters who are yet to get started? And or do you have any tips for someone who has a podcast? Maybe they've done 20 episodes uh, and, and a tips to take them to the next level to step it up a gear. I think one of the things that, that you need to do is really engage in social media. And that means Facebook. That means LinkedIn. That could mean Instagram. It could mean Snapchat. You know, depending on what your podcast is about. And who your audience is. I mean, you really need to figure out, you know, who am I directing this thing to? Who do, who am I trying to reach? And, you know, even come up with a, a, a persona of who that individual might look like and work where they work and what they do and what their aspirations are, um, depending, again, on the content and the subject matter of, of what you're doing. But then make sure that you engage with your audience out on social media, because let's face it, the, one of the cool things about this is all portable media. It can go anywhere. You can post a link on Facebook. You can post a link on Twitter. You can post a link anywhere. Uh, you know, uh, on on LinkedIn, and and start engaging with your audience that way, because that's the way you're going to be able to build an audience. And I, I think. One of the things that you want to do is if you're podcasting is come up with somewhat of a reasonably set schedule. You know, if you podcast once a week or twice a month or whatever, but so that it's somewhat predictable and people uh, are looking for new content from from you. And, And speaking to that. If you're not podcasting at least once a month, don't expect to build an audience because you're not you're not out there enough to be yep. able to, to do that. You know. Yeah, nice. That's 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 really good. We uh, my show my my main show has been going for about nine months. We I guess we sort of post on we post the links to Facebook and LinkedIn, but we haven't really gone uh, delve too deep into social media stuff other than just sort of posting it. So maybe that's definitely something we need to look at to get a bit more active on social media, I think. Uh-huh. I think... Uh, and, yeah, and sorry, go where, on. Where do, you, where do you host your show? Uh, Libsyn as well, actually, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's really good. Pretty simple, and you just... we uh, Obviously, we can just... When we post the episode, then we can just copy the description and it goes to 
uh, Facebook and LinkedIn automatically as well for us, which is good. Um, right. So it makes it easy. Yeah. Are you uh, obviously you're on iTunes? Yes. And and are you on Google Play? Uh, that's a good question that we haven't uh, considered. <laughs> so I'm not sure. The, the you should you should definitely. Yeah, you should definitely get on Google Play. It's, it's pretty easy to do. Yep. And obviously, you know, people there are a hell of a lot of Android devices out there, and you know, people are on Google Play. So it's you know, it's it's just another touch point for for people to find you. Yeah. You know. Nice. And and I think you know something else you can do is, um, you know, encourage your listeners to subscribe using Stitcher or. Uh, overcast or you know one of the podcatchers because it just makes it so much easier nice fantastic i love that's uh it's been awesome I'm, i've learned a lot uh, about your show and about podcasting in general where whereabouts can can people find your shows uh if they want and more about you if they want to oh i'm really easy to find uh i am on on linkedin peter clayton i am on twitter peter clayton uh, I am, uh, you can email me at peter at totalpicture.com. Uh, my website is totalpicture.com and it's also totalpictureradio.com and jobsandpods.com. Nice. So I'm uh, easy, easy to find and easy to connect with. Fantastic. Well, that sounds awesome. Is there anything uh, you, you want to leave us with? Um, you know, it just... I really appreciate what you're doing. You know, I think that's that, that you came up with a really cool idea and a niche that that is one that I, I think a lot of people can benefit from listening to your show be, who want to start doing podcasts. Um, and I, you know, I think it's just if you're if you're into this, you, you got to take it seriously and realize that that it, it's a commitment of time and effort to do this in a way that it's going to that, that that you're going to provide content that people are going to want to consume and that is uh, content that that uh, helps people I hope you enjoyed hearing from Peter Clayton of Total Picture Radio and Jobs and Pots with 1600 episodes and 12 years of podcasting experience I'm sure you learned a lot, and I hope he's inspired you to get started on making your own podcast. You can find Peter on LinkedIn, or you can email him at peter at totalpicture.com, and you can find his websites and podcasts at totalpicture.com, totalpictureradio.com, and jobsandpods.com. If you need any help or advice with making a podcast, I'm always open Email me at podcast at adamashton.com.au. You can check out my Udemy on how to make a podcast. That's Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y dot com slash make a podcast. And don't forget to use the code word podcast for like a massive discount.